Today's shir is going to discuss the concept of non-competes. For those that are unaware, non-competes is a clause that's written in many contracts, business contracts, where a person hires someone into a business where they don't have much experience, and they know that sometimes a person who gains experience on the job starts thinking to himself, why should I stay here in the company? I can leave the company and own, open my own company. Now, the obvious outcome would be that there would be competition with the first company, and therefore, to prevent that from happening, preemptively, what is done many times in business is in the contract of the original hiring, at the, all the way in the beginning, at the outset, when hiring this employee, what happens is that they make a clause called a non-compete. In other words, if the person leaves the business and starts competing or using the connections or the skills, they could um, they can stop that from happening, number one. Number two, there can be penalties involved, sometimes very high penalties. And the question is, can you enforce a non-compete in Besden? Now, what's the problem here? The, uh, fun, the fundamental problem here is that you're basically agreeing with somebody not to do something. You're making up an agreement to do nothing. Don't compete, which is an inaction, not an action. You're, telling, you're paying him money not to compete. So even if you wrote that in a contract, and even though we know, but what exactly are the mechanics of this contract? And how can it be uh, held up in Besden? Now, this is not so simple that it could be held up in Besden. And we're going to try to explore various reasons, both ways, why it should be or should not able to be held up in Besden. Let us begin with the discussion of the Gemara in the beginning of Basra of Gilman The Gemara of Basra of Gilman says the following. The Gemara is discussing where two people had a wall between them and they had an agreement, I'm sorry, had a field, and they had a discussion, an agreement that they were going to divide the field. And the question over there was, can they change their mind? So the Gemara says, we're talking here, uh, the fourth, fifth skinny line from the end of the skinny lines. The Gemara is talking about that there's not enough of a field to divide. So the Gemara says, very nice, they originally had wanted to split it up, so let them change their mind. So, Amrav Asi, Amrav Yechonon, Shekhanu Miyadam, they made a Kenyan that they're going to do it. They made a Kenyan they're going to split it up. So, the Gemara seems to indicate or insinuate that since they made a Kenyan, they can't change. Amrav Yechonon, so the Gemara asks, Vichikonu Miyadam, my happy. So, what if they if they made a Kenyan? Kenyan's Varim Ba'almahu, it's only a Kenyan's Varim, which means it's a Kenyan just on words. Which is, there's no substance to this Kenyan. So the Gemara's answer for Shekhanami Yad Baruch is that they, they, they designated a certain section or they divided up the sides in a way that, that there's something actually more tangible that's happening. But we see from the Gemara's question, we see from the Gemara's Kasha, the Shekhanami Yad Mayhavi, that if you had a Kenyan um, on Kenyan Dvarim, Kenyan Dvarim Ba'al Mahu, that a Kenyan Dvarim is not going to work. So, the question is, in this case of a non-compete where a person is making an agreement with this employee, even though he wrote it in a star, which is not any different than a kidney in a certain way, 
what effect could it have? What value does this agreement have? It's only a star, it's only agreement on Kenyan Dvarim. So Kenyan Dvarim cannot carry any weight in Bezdin. It's not going to be able to obligate the employee or prevent him from leaving the company and opening a competing company. So obviously I just want to speak out that opening any kind of competition falls into a whole different discussion of Yared L'Omas Chaveroi, which means competing in business, we're not discussing here that there was not enough of a market for both of them. If there's not enough of a market for both of them, and there's, there's a satisfactory reason to assume that the new business is going to close down the first business, um, that that's a whole separate discussion, and that itself might be an isser in and of itself. But let's assume that there is enough room for them to have two companies. There's enough room for both of these companies. But what we're afraid of is that Lamaisa he's going to reduce the income, the business of the first company. It's definitely going to reduce his potential um, client base, his future customer base, number one. Number two, many times the c- competition is, especially in the case of a non-compete, is going to have some of the information from the company the original company, the employer's company, and they're going to be using the, that information to cultivate new relationships with new clients. So that's using their tricks of the trade, it's using their inside information to cultivate um, new, uh, build up, I guess you could say, on their old, on the work that they did till now, and to, and to take those people for this other company. So there are many, many levels of Shilas involved over here. And we're going to try to discuss most of them, um, but I just wanted to introduce that Nakuda that as far as the actual Yerud um, right now we're not talking about that there's that issue on the table. So let's get back to the Shiloh again. The Shiloh is, can you claim a non-compete since you wrote it in your star against your employee that left your company? Can you find him? Can you force him to stay by you? And is, is there any way that could be enforceable? So, in the second Maramakim here, we have the Divrei HaGa'oinim. The Divrei HaGa'oinim in Oizvav is discussing a case. Ish echad hisker as b'noi l'uman chayat al shloysh ha'shonim retufet. A person had his son hired out, had his son apprenticed to a tailor for three years. And the agreement was, b'oifin she'yilmed oise ha'malacha, he should teach him the, the, word, the trade. V'gam yitin like susam ha'zoinus. And also, this um, tailor will provide food and clothing for him for those years. Obviously, the father benefits that the tailor is uh, supporting his son, and at the same time, he's teaching his son a trade. It's a win win. Now, what does the tailor gain from it? He gains from it that he gets a free apprentice. It's not free, he's paying food and, and clothing, but there's no salary involved. The salary is that. Um, the payment of the of the, the boy is that he's going to work for free for the tailor. Eight months before the end of the three years were up, the son ran, the boy ran away. from the tailor. He hired himself out. He apprenticed himself out to a different tailor. And he, the second tailor is the one that's going to pay him now. 
Now the first tailor wants to get back his expenses that he had on the on the clothing and the food that he had to give this boy, this apprentice, because he had expected that this boy would be apprenticed by him for the entire three years. And what's the thrust of his taina? So it says over here, in the beginning of an apprentice apprenticeship, Avna the him creates the a slave is not worth the food that he eats, like the Gemara says. And the apprentice, till he learns the trade, is basically left handed. So he's not doing a good enough job. So but the but the logic of the tailor is that at the end towards the end he's gonna he's gonna know the job well and then he's really gonna gain, he's gonna cash in on the expertise of this apprentice. On the last day, that he's already expert at his work, at his at his trade. So when this boy is going to be expert at the trade, that's going to bring back uh, the the um, it's going to re- recoup the investment of the tailor and the clothing and the food. And therefore, he says now that he ran off to the new tailor, he wants back to be wants to be reimbursed for that clothing and that food. He also wants to be paid for the cost of teaching this trade because he, he he didn't get the benefit of teaching the trade. It was sort of built in to this agreement, and now that they backed out, so the whole agreement unraveled, and now they have to break it down to the components, and the components are that he taught him a trade, so pay me for teaching you a trade. That's the argument of the of Taylor number one. So I am Betshuvas Mishkanos Arayim. Continues the the um, the Sefer Divrei to look in the Betshuvas Mishkanos Arayim. Shenitzvus Ka'ais that was recently printed. Simach of Gimel. Shapasik that didn't mechayet that the halacha is like the tailor. The havi ki'ilu his neimai beferish who noisin loy hamizaynus shall shanim arishaynim. The tailor number one wins the wins the court case the entire because it's as if he made a specific agreement. That he's giving him food in the beginning, and that should cover the entire three years. And 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 basically, when when at the end of the three years he wins, or the tailor is going to have the the bigger benefit. In the beginning, the tailor is on the losing end, of the, on the shorter end of the stick. But at the end of the three years, he's going to have the the better end of the deal, and then he gets paid back. And this guy ran away before that better end of the deal. So the halacha is that he does have to pay him back. That was the psak of the Mishkan right. I just wanted to point out that we spoke out in the previous discussions in Sphere's Pilum that there's actually Aracha Shulchan talks about a similar Shiloh. We had a worker that wanted to leave a job, and the halacha is that a pile of Chayzer Bechatziyayim, he's allowed to quit a job, but the Aracha Shulchan says that he can't quit during busy season. Because many times the, the salaries are set up in a way that they calculate all seasons evenly. It's a, it's averaged out. So Arab Pesach obviously can be a very busy season, and uh, the Tuberstrat time is not going to be too busy in the store. So the guy, the worker, has a, he thinks to himself, you know what, I'll, I'll quit right before Arab Pesach. So he gets, he's basically getting the better end of the deal that he got the payment until then, but then he's, he's, he's uh, you know, skipping. He's, Skipping the job for Arab Pesach, he skips town and and leaves the Balbais hanging with the with the heavy work during the heavy season. Rachel says in that case a pile is not allowed to back out because basically the same argument that this 
um, this tailor is saying that the agreement was that, that you were, in the easy times, I'm paying your salary because when it's going to come the time that you're going to know and you're going to have to work harder and know the and you know know the malacha better, then I'm going to gain. I'm going to get back on it. So this person, this this now that ran away right when it became an intense time, or when he's going to have to do what he has to do, um, he ran away. There, you can argue that the same argument as Arachosulam says that he's not allowed to do that. So that's the sack of the. Now there's another piece to this and he brings the Igra Rama. The Igra Rama and Chuva Simon Yud Bez. But of the Shapoil Hisker Asmai Eitel Uman, Lasses Lemelacha. Well, Uman Kibo all of the Lamdeh Omnis. The same idea where he apprentices himself out to an Uman to do work. And the Uman accepts it on himself to teach that. To ask the Kamel and the Poyachalas by Bechatia Yoim. Over here, they have a din of partners. Partners, we know, do not have the heter of Poyal Chayzer Bechatayoyim because the Smash says, Kivan Shashnei since both of them are Meshubit to each other, Hapoyal Lashes Hamulacha, the Uman Lulam Nehamulacha, Umulamit Gamke Nikra Poyal, Vavi Poyal Mzelazer. So therefore, they can't back out one from the other. So therefore, the halacha is, says the Igarama, that the pile, this, this worker, the apprentice, is not allowed to back out anymore. Because, again, because he expected himself to support him with, um, to provide him this knowledge as an apprentice. And now, this, he wants to go away. He does not have the right to back out of the, of the original, of the original uh, employer. That's the halacha as discussed in the Dibriya Ga'inim.